0: So even though they're the going on a to job, in, they feel guilty
1: for asking for money for
0: it. and then i have to
1: trying to get into, into
2: They
1: to...
0: Easily Workwear, now proudly sponsors Trade Legends. A little clap for you? No, we don't need the clap, clap. clap. When
2: did you get the clapper?
0: <laughs> when did he get the clap? More like? That's what I want to know. You ready then, Jack?
1: You
0: can go whenever you're ready. What about girls? the TV? Do we need the TV on?
1: Yeah. Can we have the TV on? See what I mean? TV. Such a fucking diva, innit? It's nice to have it there though. It's nice to look at yourself in the TV. <laughs> I, it helps. <laughs> it helps me. Well, I don't know why, but it helps me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> God, you just can't get the staff these days, can you?
1: He's even colour coded all his little wires, bless him. <laughs> there we go that's power
0: there we are he's like yes i'm looking big and i look small
1: (laughs) 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 ready
0: all right (laughs) send a picture to tom yeah like that you know like the cleavage i'll send a picture to him in a bit so here we are for another episode of trade legends i'm not going to ask you jack what episode it is and we are joined by Glenn from Heatspec. Hello, thanks for having me. And Cornelia she's Electrics. So another two great guests that we're going to have on tonight. And who should we start with then, Pete? Because we, we gen- generally get to talk to you guys and take us back to the start of how you came into the trade, types of things that you did and sort of the progression to, to where we are now. So who do you want to start with?
1: Well, I work with Glenn so I know all about Glenn so I'd really like to hear Cornelia's story so we'll start with Cornelia.
0: So yeah just take us back to you know how you how you came to be the sort of the social media side as well because that's how we found you on the show and just give everybody sort of like an overview of the types of things that you do as well so oh. I'll I'll leave it over to you and you know welcome to the show.
3: Um, so I started in 2020 so I started in two thousand nineteen. Um, when I first came England, yeah. uh, I've been offered. A, I first came from a summer break to just work in some production for three months because hmm. uh, it was my first job, like first time being abroad. Um, I was just like, why not? Um, I came back home because I was in my uni, um, and I was just, I was just feeling. Something's not right. I actually quite liked it. I, I
0: so, so was your uni in, in Poland? Obviously Poland, Poland's, yeah. Poland's your home. So yeah. your uni was in Poland. But I was studying, yeah. But you come over to do a, a job I, here?
3: I come over only for three months uh, for like summer holiday because mm. I've never been abroad. Uh, I was studying English philology. So I wanted to speak some more to natives to, to, to get some more English and um, obviously practice. Mm. Um, I've been offered a job uh, in... Electrical company. Yeah. Um. But I had to go back to my uni, so I came back home. I was sitting there on my um, classes, and I was like, "No, I, I'm coming back England." And um, I've booked my tickets. Um, we went with a couple of friends to back to England. I started my job in electrical company, um, and I just started. Um, I just I just enjoyed it, but I still wanted to do some something more. I wanted to work hands-on because I'm not really um, the best at work good, in, good in the office. Good catch there, by
0: the way. I was the like, reflexes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a ninja, sorry to stop you there, but I was like, whoa.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, and I kept asking my boss if um, I can I can go on tools with the boys if I can try with them. Mm. And he was like, oh, I don't know if you if you would like. It. I don't know if if, if That would be something you could do, Uh, but I'll give it a go. Um, I'll give you a go. So I had my chance. Uh, He was explaining me how to strip the wires, how to connect the sockets, how to connect the um, switches. I was working in commercial uh, building sites for the first year. So I was pretty the same in most of the apartments, thermostats, grid switches, uh, hobnob and um, outlet sockets. Mm. I'm not gonna say it's easy because it wasn't easy for when I first came and when I first started. Mm. Um, it was uh, something very strange, and and I was like, oh my god, how how I'm gonna learn and remember all that um, wirings and and everything. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, so how how did the the job firstly come about? So obviously, you said you got offered the job, and then you you came back over. How how did that come about? Was that something that you were actively looking for originally to get a job or the
3: I wasn't looking for a job I only wanted to I literally was in England for a short period of time mm. uh it was like a trip for three months to get to earn some money came back come back home from yeah. my to my study which i um didn't really enjoy i i I was only doing my uni because of it is good thing to do it is good thing to do after your final exams to yeah. not waste your life to not waste your time. It was more to Mm, don't upset my parents. parents yeah, 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 yeah. I just, it's just, just something you have to do.
1: What were you studying at uni? Uh,
3: English philology.
1: Okay.
3: Uh, so it's about linguistics, and about
1: phonetics and phonetic- stuff.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I was in my second year, um, so imagine my mum hated me. She literally hated me <laughs> when she found out...
0: Don't ever come back to
3: Poland. <laughs> no, when she found out that mm. I'm leaving on my last year and I literally said, like, I'm leaving tomorrow. Mm. And she was like, no, you're not. I'm like, yes, I'm leaving tomorrow. I'm leaving wow. abroad first time. I'm going to live in different country. I'm going to I'm drop my studies. Yeah.
0: I mean, did did you have anybody... Cause you know, I'm sure there's going to be people that are listening to this outside of the UK. Did you have anybody over here yeah. to come
3: over here? I had my friend from my hometown, yeah. uh, from Poland, um, who obviously helped me pick me up from the airport, um, helped me with the job in the production line on the beginning. Yeah. Um, so, beginnings was tough mm. for me. Um, but uh, after some time, I just liked the england i just i just wanted to see more um and obviously money wise it's yeah. different than in poland in mm-hmm. poland um it's like one polish water is uh like one one pound is like five polish water yeah so it's like five times even yeah. more now yeah um so i decided to come over here and you you're probably think that, oh, you're coming over and you're taking my jobs. I've mm. been told this so many times. Well,
0: to be honest, if people don't want to work, yeah. Yeah. Who, gives a, who gives a shit? Somebody, yeah. Somebody's got to do it. And I always think, you know, you can never you can never knock anybody, regardless of race, religion, whatever it is, for people that want to work. Mm. So I, like, that sort of comment to me pisses me off slightly because there's, there is work out there for people. Obviously, you know, certain jobs, they're not as well paid and stuff like that. So people don't want t- to do them. But that sort of comment for me is just.
1: Mm. But also, you've got to have a massive amount of respect for you because you've left come to a different country, yeah. and your English is like a hundred times better than my Polish. So I couldn't say one <laughs> word in Polish, and then well, we could. You, so you, t-
0: you taught us a, a mucky Polish word, but I won't say
1: it. You you're in a, a country; it's your second language. Obviously, you've yeah. got a little bit of a head start because you've done languages at uni.
3: Yeah, and that's school. Like it's mandatory in Poland. Yeah. You,
1: but then you've learned a trade in a different language.
3: <laughs> this is where it becomes some tricky sometimes because I work for, at the minute, I work for a Polish company and most of the people, they use um, Polish names for tools, for, oh, okay. for stuff, for everything. So I communicate with them in Polish, but sometimes I'm like, I would want to know, how do you call it in English? Yeah, um, most of them speak English, but uh, and I don't complain, obviously. Um, but when it comes to like site manager or project manager or architect, uh, when they ask me something and I want to respond quickly and I'm like, oh, my God, I know this word in Polish, but how was it in English quickly? And I got I think sometimes my sentences when I when I try to build a sentence, I'm mm. like not in the right order because What I would say in Polish is like backwards in English. I don't know how to explain it as well. In my
1: mind, like it blows my mind that people can do more than one Mm, language. It's us
0: us English people, we have the luxury of the majority of the world can speak English, but it's very, very poor on our part because lazy. Yeah, but it's sort of the only the only other thing I think as well is because most movies or music is in English. I think if you are abroad, it's probably like that helps to learn English like who were you know, we talking
1: to where they said listening to songs helped them with the language who was that did you find listening to English music helps you yeah yeah I,
3: but it was more of a like me translating them myself trying to catch the words and stuff but
0: even i don't understand some of them so if you could explain <laughs> them to me
3: <laughs> i would recommend everybody to come over to England and uh, to practice uh, like in real life to speak to native British speakers. So
1: just being around other English-speaking yes, people helps the, you. It's the
3: best option so, ever.
1: So like, what
0: was it about England, though? Specifically, why not go to maybe the US to learn? Um, I know, obviously, they don't speak English and they speak American. It's quite,
1: but it's, it's quite a lot farther away as well.
3: It is, yeah. It
0: is, but I, I always tend to find there's a lot of people that go. Oh, I want to go to the US more so than England. I suppose obviously we're we're close on the.
3: It's like two hours. Yeah. Um, although I, I mm, drive to Poland. Uh, I'm scared. I'm completely terrified of uh, flying. Yeah. Uh, I only flew like three times, and I, me and my boyfriend, we drive to Poland every like, two times. Is that year. on the Channel Tunnel? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you poor bugger. You have to drive.
3: <laughs> it's quite. It's fun.
1: Yeah.
0: So ladies and gents, if you want to save big on some big name brands, then Trade Legends is the place to do that. Head on over to ww.tradelegends.uk forward slash discount
1: Let me just tell you a quick story about flying So I've never had a problem with flying apart from one point in my life I was going to Egypt on holiday.
0: Is this gonna make it worse for Cornelia now? No, she doesn't go- like flying anyway. Well she might never get on a plane again, Pete.
1: I had this really random feeling that I was going to die on the plane. Oh my God. So for about a month, (laughs) listen. It's
0: final destination in here.
1: Listen. So a month before my holiday, all I'm thinking is I'm going to die. Everything I was doing, I was thinking that's the last time I'm going to do that. That's the last time I'm going to see that person, that job. I was just convinced I was going to die. Got to the airport, seven hour delay on the plane. So I'm sat in Frankie and He's like sweating not my like sister, your sweat, was it? My sister rings the phone and she just said, uh, just if I'd speak to you in case you die on the plane. So at this point, I'm oh. like, that's it, that's it, I'm dead. <laughs> Got the flight to the holiday, fine, didn't die. So I thought, oh, it's on the way back, it's going to get me. Couldn't enjoy any of my holidays because oh, I was man. so nervous. And obviously I'm still here, so it never happened. But And I'm fine with flying now, but there was, I don't know what it was. There was this one point in my life where I was... Did yeah, you
0: watch Final Destination before you...
1: Well, I've seen it, but it wasn't at the same time as that. I'm yeah. sure
0: Pete's told me a little story that you actually
2: looked on a website how to avoid to die. Was that on that holiday? <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: Have you just dropped too many, <laughs>
1: It's a bit deep, that one, mate.
0: <laughs> How not to die. Um, I'll, I'll
1: mention it. Sorry to l- the low of me, but it is important <laughs> to talk about stuff like this. So you, you might have seen, if you follow my Instagram recently, I've had a little bit of a down period because I suffer from depression. Yeah. don't often talk about it but I do um, I feel it's good to talk about it Mm. and because I was so down this last couple of weeks uh, I spoke about on my Instagram and my YouTube and I mentioned that you know when you're um, well you might not know but a lot of guys and girls will have gone through this when you're feeling down and you have got depression you go your mind goes to a weird place and I would think about stuff yeah and I'm laughing it's not funny but I was sat in my van and I was really down, this was about three years ago, um, and I googled how to kill yourself. Mm. Now, I'm not saying I would, but your mind takes you to a place where you, like, think crazy stuff. And I just remember, it's funny to me now because it said, that the one I clicked on, it just said, whatever you do, it's going to fucking hurt. And that just... That Was just something that made me think, right? You, you know, you're just being silly, you're not going to do it. Mm. Um, but yeah, thanks, Glenn.
2: <laughs> I, thought on a I thought it was on a different trajectory. Glenn's,
0: Glenn's just like,
1: oh, but yeah. if you want, if you're interested in hearing about how I suffer with mm. anxiety and a bit of depression now and then. It's on one of my youtube videos so you can you can find and it
0: pretty easy. just for anybody listening or watching if you are feeling like that make sure you talk to somebody as well mm, definitely. yeah
1: definitely talk to someone especially if you're not just thinking about it i like, like fantasizing about it and just thinking oh, what would it be like if i wasn't here anymore if you are seriously thinking that you want to do something like that yeah please speak to someone there's plenty of people out there to help you yeah. So, where were we <laughs> <laughs> so, so we- you don't like flying no <laughs> um and then don't um, ever
0: fly with Pete. Yep. That's another rule. I'm there? fine now. Yeah. So you, you you've moved you've moved over. Obviously, your mum's not very happy. You're living with your friend, and you're working at the factory. Yeah. And then you've you've got this electrical job. You know, sort of. How how do you then when you when you're working there, like convincing your boss to get you on the tools, and then like doing doing the job like Pete says you're. You're working in a foreign country you're trying to communicate with people i mean how how has that improved as the time's gone on for you as well because I, I couldn't even imagine moving somewhere else where I, I didn't know the language and then trying to do a job and not just any job something where you know can actually be quite dangerous work as well
3: i think it improved uh since second i sort of fallen um with My friend and we like, I moved to London because mm. uh, I had to, we just didn't want to leave each other anymore, um, and we just went separate ways. Uh, so, since then, I think I've grown up so much um, in every aspect of my life because mm. I didn't know how to buy a uh, ticket for a train, I didn't know what Oyster is. Mm. I, I had to ask people, um, it's I'm quite sorry.
0: a daunting place, London, if you've, if you've never done. Yeah. that thing or you've never travelled because you don't like flying yeah. actually landing in London is quite a daunting thing one you of even, the
3: biggest cities in the world yeah.
0: is like even when I moved there I never had an, any idea what an Oyster card was so I was still paying to get like tube tickets and people like you do realise you can just <laughs> sorry Glenn I tapped on the table you can just get an Oyster card <laughs> so I mean you know um, that, absolutely crazy that is
3: yeah and since then I just um um kept on looking for for job in uh electrics in the in a trade mm. um and since i moved to london i got my job in uh, for a polish company in um, on domestic uh, domestic construction domestic sites um in north london basically um we do like um high end houses ref- refurb and all that uh so how I, many
0: how many people work in the same company as you? now?
3: About, about twenty.
0: Oh, okay, so it's not a sm- not a small company. No. Yeah.
3: Um, although I'm self-employed, so mm. um, I do bits and bobs. Um, yeah. Um, and yeah, since since then, um, I sort of had to learn everything. Um, had to communicate with people. Obviously, talk in English and whenever I, whenever I was going. Um, I had to know the uh, the underground. Uh, how many times I've been lost in London on the way home? How many times I got home at 8 p.m., uh, leaving at 6 a.m. in the morning, and being home at 8 p.m. only because of I missed the train. I went to the wrong underground. Uh, literally, sometimes I've been just sat in uh, in some. Uh, some station, literally inside the tube, crying that I don't know how to get home. I mm. literally, I was going there and back there. I was like, oh my God, I might, like, this is a nightmare. But after some time, you just get used to it. After some time, you just go, you just run like all these people uh, in the underground, just bang, bang, mm. in between the platforms and stuff. So um, I think it's it's worth it, it's a good experience, it's worth to, to sort of being thrown on this deep water Mm.
0: um i mean your your situation is completely different to anybody else we've had on the show i mean that's one probable probable reason why we got you on is it's sort of you know not only are you trying to find your feet in a new country Mm. but obviously you're trying to find your feet in a new job in a new environment and then you know like stuff as simple as just trying to get a tube like it's it's pretty commendable like moving over here and that one thing that i think that says to people that listen to this or watch the show is you know when people say oh I can't do that imagine obviously moving to a new country mm. getting a new job learning a new language learning how to get around in that country so
3: if anybody it's
1: amazing t- what you're actually capable of mm. if you want to achieve something mm. or if you have to do something what you can actually I actually
3: do. didn't want to um I sort of had this motivation in the back of my head that I don't want to um give up I don't want to come back home after a month leaving myself um and like sort of showing everybody that oh I just couldn't manage I just couldn't manage at work couldn't manage in London being myself Uh, I'm not trying to like feel sorry for myself but Mm, um I'm kind of proud that I actually Well they
1: say your only competition is you so if you want to achieve something you, you You do it for you and you can use little things like that as motivation to push you on um people will battle with themselves and they'll convince themselves they can't do something but if Mm -hmm. you're motivated and you believe in yourself
0: well the the other the other thing as well i think from your perspective listening to sort of the scenario with your mum as well is when you tell your parents you don't want to do something and they've got their heart set on you doing that Mm. you then don't want to go somewhere else and then fail and then Mm. have to come back with your tail between your legs because they go I told you so.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And there's no, there's nothing r- like worse than hearing those words. But on I
1: think the, on well. the, on the flip side to that, we spoke to Eric, and yeah. he did the same. He dropped out of uni to become mm. a plumber. And deep down, your parents want what's best for you, and what's best for you is what you want to do. Yeah. So
3: they are, they are happy now. Exactly. They're they, happy for you because you're happy. You're doing yeah. what you want
1: to do. You've achieved something. So it's good. What I wanted to ask you, um, so when you came over to do your three-month um, holiday mm-hmm. and earn some money, is it just by chance that the job you got was with an electrical company or was that something you always were interested in and wanted to do?
3: I've always wanted to go to England. I've always, like, I, my study was English philology. Yeah, so I no, but
1: I mean, the, the job in the, the industry you're in, electrical... Yeah. Is that something you've always wanted to do? Or is that just b- because I'm by chance com- you got I'm the job? I'm being
3: that serious, completely honest. I've never had idea I'm going to become an electrician. I never had idea that I'm going to I'm gonna work on tools on the construction site. Um, and I'm saying if I didn't go for this three months like trial, I wouldn't even know that I finally found a job where I'm feeling comfortable, where I'm feeling all right, where when I don't feel like I'm um, just like locked in the room, no offence to every people who works in offices and that. No yeah, offence, office man. people. No offence.
1: Possibly
3: Cube lovers. <laughs> I sort of didn't want to come on No, it's, a, it's
0: it's to, to be fair, everybody says the same yeah. that comes on here, that falls into the trades or goes out of their own will into the trades. I mean, one thing I want to put into perspective and you know, you should never I've always been told you should never ask a lady their age. But just out of curiosity, how old were you when you did move to England? I was twenty. Twenty. So twenty years old, moving to a new country, like not struggling to speak the language because you've been you've semi been learning it. But but when you get to England and Mm. you've got Cockney's talking, (laughs) London slang, and then you've got people from the brummies that you can't (laughs) understand. You know, it's it's so daunting. So again, I just want to say to anybody that is twenty years old and thinking. i can't i can't do this i can't get into the trade or i'm an apprentice and i can't get somebody to work with
3: also there was not a person who would never like helped me even if i was lost uh Mm. with like my let's say basics of language uh when i asked i'm sorry do you know how can i get to this in this place or i'm sorry do you know what train i should take to get to this no no person who would just say no they would always like help you trying to like find your like mm. show you on the map or something also at work um whenever i ask somebody to like explain me something um people always, always like to help. Can, yeah, can, to yeah. Help. i mean
0: doing what you've done now is there anybody back home that you still talk to that potentially would do something similar or does anybody ever ask you like a, what's it like to be an electrician? Is there any yeah. other girls that sort of say, I'd really like to do that, but I don't know where to start?
3: Yeah, there is a lot of people um, asking me this, like where to start, where to go, um, how can I even how how can I even do this with no language, with no qualifications, and that mm-hmm. I have no qualifications. Um, I've only recently, last year, passed my 18th edition and did my ECS electrical card, um, and I'm trying to get through this just myself, because mm. like, I'm not an apprentice. Yeah. Um, I've never been put to a college, like, not co- like, I don't have a company who, who would like take me for apprenticeship, mm. I didn't find it maybe I don't know what. Um, so it is a bit harder. But at the same time, I've got a bit of more of a freedom, yeah. so I can decide when I want to start my level uh, to free NVQ, when I'm got enough money for it. So, um, so Is yeah. that
0: something you, you're keen to do as well? yeah, yeah get started yeah. I mean it's it, you know it, there's so many components to actually getting qualified or yeah. fully qualified and actually going through that process, but you know I keep coming back to obviously moving into a new country and stuff like that because I just you know the amount of times I hear people go, oh, "I can't do that," yeah, and then there's somebody sat next to you that actually's moved, integrated, you know got a job and actually sort of progressing mm. so I think that I think that's that's really good from that side. Trade Legends has now partnered with Tradeify. Get a free 14-day trial, plus 50% off your first three months with discount code Legends. I mean should we uh, should we move over to Glenn last year? Or Tarquin <laughs> as he's now known from his from his TikTok, so keep an eye out for you. Keep an eye out so
1: The reason I asked invited Glenn on is because um most people in the UK when they they come into a trade to go for an apprenticeship. And it's traditional, you'll go to college, you'll work on a day release. So you'll work with a, another plumber it, when you're a plumber or an electrician. But you came into the industry in a different way. We've not had anyone who came in like you did. So
2: yeah, so I'm second generation. And I worked within my dad's business. Um, but I started in the office. So I, I was learning the back end of everything. And it was alright, you know, I can't kind of learn what was everything, you know, project management side, great, fine. But I got very bored very quickly, just being in the constraints of an office. Like I mentioned earlier, we mm. wanted to be out. So at the time I couldn't get on an apprenticeship because I was too old. I was 18, 19. I couldn't go as a... Is that still classed as too uh, old? For well, back then it was because okay. I'm old. Nearly what do, what are <laughs> they still
0: is as, as an apprenticeship Apprentices, now?
2: 16, 17, is it, <coughs> around there? Yeah. yeah. But back then it, it it was that the cutoff was then, and you couldn't go back backwards yeah. in age for, for that. So I was in a point where I couldn't do apprentices, uh, apprenticeship. Um, I couldn't go in as like a mature student because I wasn't old enough. Mm. So I was in that real weird middle ground. So I kind of just stuck in, went on the tools, and um, I kind of found a, a course on air conditioning and F gas. So I, I used my, I got onto that course, carried on doing what I was doing on gas. And then I got my MVQ in refrigeration in the end and used that as a back door to do my commercial, uh,
0: commercial gas. So
2: I've kind of done things backwards. Backwards. So I did, got all my commercial and I loved my commercial stuff mm. and then I went backwards into domestic.
0: So, so what did the old man say to you when you said, I don't want to sit in an office or inside a queue? What was his?
2: To be fair, he encouraged me. He was like, yeah, if that's what you want to do, do it. Um, mm. He says, I won't encourage you to do this trade because it's bloody hard. Um, mm. But I, I, I kind of wanted to. So, what all the lads were doing, and I really enjoyed just being
0: on site and cracking on, and I, I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Do you, do you think that time then in the in the back end of the office, do you think that actually, you know, weirdly has helped you and helped you be more organized yeah, with your work in the future? Because one thing that we always talk about on here is trades, men and women find it very difficult to organize because you're so busy on the tools all the time and you're consistently working that when you do get home, the last thing you want to do is. Yeah paperwork pete yeah that at that, b- that point we had,
2: we had 12 engineers on the road mm. so i was running all of those um running all the contracts we had a few kind of big projects back then and i was running it all mm. f- from the back end and, and so that helped me massively to keep organized now and i learned a hell of a lot in that those two years when i was in the office it was it was really kind of beneficial for me to do that mm. definitely um I, I i see some guys now where they're on their own And that's it they do feel on their own how do i do that how do i do this how do i do that and i kind of i've helped a few
0: people with advice on how to run things um Mm.
2: but it it can be daunting yeah it's it's, it's better now you've got different
0: softwares as well i think even you know when you first go on your on your own and then all of a sudden you've got you've got to do a tax bill yeah you know Mm. You look on the government website, HMRC, and you just And, think, it's, and
2: it's scary as well, isn't it? Yeah. And, and the letters are all so formal, you think, oh my God, what am I doing? If
0: you don't pay it by this date, there could be fines or consequences. Yeah, yeah. So just, I, I, I think that's a, a great way to do stuff. I mean, like, I don't know if there's a better way to help train apprentices, because obviously when they're going on the tours, they're learning the job. But then there is those bits. It's a bit like being at school, like they, they don't ever teach you how to no. Get a mortgage, or they don't ever teach you to—I don't know. It's uh, a school of life, basically, yeah. isn't it? Just stuff, just stuff that you're generally going to need.
1: So I've been speaking in colleges in the last month. I've done three different colleges, and now you don't do level two, level three. You do level three, and it's four years. Oh, and right. Okay. They've changed the what would you call mm. the curriculum, so they don't do any bathroom stuff now. So I think they should, which we've mentioned before, have a run in the business doing your paperwork mm. section that you learn as part of your mvq mm. so I think the
2: difference is back years ago there was a there was a lot more companies around wasn't there with yeah. more employees mm. but it, now it's gone the other way there's a lot yeah. more
0: even even matters. even quoting and pricing jobs yeah like i find especially in the current environment where price of materials you probably find when you you're on site or you're actually going to the wholesaler that everything's shifting all the time definitely you know and the amount of people that undercharge for a job, and then they find actually, like, hold on a minute, I'm, I'm four hundred pounds down from all the materials. Like, even something as simple as that, I just yeah. don't feel that people.
1: And like Glenn said, the um, the majority, I think, of plumbers, electricians, trades tradesmen, tradeswomen is self-employed these days. Yeah,
2: definitely, I've seen a massive But it will shift. also help
1: them when they're working for a company because you've got to organise yourself. You've mm. got to um, chip in, and you know, if you've done a job, you've got to write up what you've done. You've got there's so much that you could, they could teach you at college to prepare you for when you, you go out to work.
0: Definitely. I mean, do you does your company get you involved in any of that sort of side of things, or is it really just purely just?
1: Um,
3: in terms of um being self-employed and yeah. all the invoices. Yeah, yeah, I I'm self-employed. I need to every week on Friday I need to send an invoice um with my hours where I worked, how many hours, how much I spent for materials, if I spent if I bought something for the job, um and i need to send it out and then they send me back monthly like um um, like a report or with, something. yeah so it helps me uh with my tax in april yeah and it just it's works pretty good yeah. i like it
0: how, how do you find doing your your thing? because obviously even obviously english people over here struggle with it i mean was it something that you've um, you've you've you've, you've learned and you can do it now and there's no problems or
3: I'm not gonna lie. I got help from uh, accountants yeah. to like do my final tax yeah. in April, um, but I find I, I, there's nothing really scary about it to be mm. honest.
0: Yeah, because I think these these raw things as well. When you know apprentices are probably listening to this or thinking, God, oh, they're talking about tax now. Yeah. Oh, I don't know whether I can do tax, and then they're oh they're talking about uh, getting an apprenticeship or you know. And I think that. That generally, all these types of things end up putting people off. So I'm I'm in agreement with you. If you can actually teach that stuff yeah. at, at school or college or whatever it is, so that people actually know when they go into the real world mm. of how to price a job or how to look after themselves, really.
2: Well, you're half, you're half tradesman, half businessman, yeah, yeah. And, mm. and not a lot of people realise that when you go off on your own, get a new van and everything else, you've got to run your business, and and not many people realise and you're that sell, you're a salesman, salesman, as well. salesman you've and got everything else, your to, yeah.
1: services to a customer. Mm. So. Um, you started with commercial, yeah F gas uh, HVAC stuff, then you did your domestic gas um, last and they'll last P-G, yeah um, so you kind of like you say you've done it backwards because most people would start plumbing, then they'd do their gas, and then if they wanted to, they'd branch out into commercial yeah so you do a lot of what I would class as big jobs, quite interesting jobs. just tell us about the kind of work that you do because a lot of guys want to hear about. The kind of stuff that yeah you do. so we
2: we were rocking up onto big sites doing commercial warm air mainly uh then we started getting into some plant rooms um we were finding that the the owner of the business would say oh i don't suppose you can go and sort the heating out at home yeah fine so we we started to get into domestic that way and some of these business owners had very big houses so we just kind of applied our commercial acumen into domestic and it kind of rolled out from there and all of a sudden we were finding we were getting busier doing large bespoke domestic properties mm. and, and it just rolled and we found ourselves in a little niche of doing these really nice houses and I mean Pete's been some some of my clients it's fantastic and the, the canvas that you, you get is a little bit bigger than what you'd normally get and mm. and you get to really show your flair and what you want to do and,
0: and it more, it more variety in that type of,
2: massively yeah. yeah so there's some of the stuff we've been doing is there's, there doesn't seem to be a limit sometimes some clients are fantastic they'll say right just roll with it do what you need to i want to go ultra high end high spec do what you want i want efficiency i want this i want that so we, we just we get involved in all sorts mm. um so now we're doing hydrogen fuel cells and air source and mix it all together and we're about to do a, a, an oil boiler and a air source as a hybrid. So they all talk. Mm. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy. Some of the stuff we get involved with. I'm really, really fortunate. Some of my client base is, is willing to
0: trust me to to get on and, with it. And try new things. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. I love it. And many people have in the, the uh, air source? A Couple of years ago,
2: I said no. Yeah. And when it was announced. Because I know, that's, it, a to- I know a, that's
0: a topic where everyone goes, right?
2: I, I know, uh, and I was a bit dubious and I wouldn't say negative, but I was thinking, okay, I'm just going to see how it pans out. Mm. I wasn't going to rush into anything
0: because it's a bit like EV, isn't it? In electrical, everybody's talking about electric vehicles, yeah. and now it's yeah. Similar so that that that, 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 of... that
1: PV EV and air source It's all seemed to have come all together. Mm. So just just to give you an example, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, One oh yeah, everyone's about. on about heat pumps, <laughs> I couldn't physically couldn't have a heat pump in my property, yeah, and I also couldn't have an electric car charger. No, because I've not got a drive to put a car on, so I'd have to run the cable on the say, street. Because
0: I haven't got a car, so <laughs> and I've not very clever, Pete. <laughs> and I've not got
1: the room, or um, internally or externally, to fit a heat pump. No, so you no, it,
2: it's, it's not a one. And size I'm not the only well. one. So no,
1: no. The, the way they're talking about, like everyone needs to have one, it's not feasible for everyone. No. So.
2: so I was fortunate enough to sit on the panel uh, with Viesman um, UK to talk about the heat pumps. And we, we, they were saying well, we're going to push this on everyone, and we were saying you, you, you can't, you cannot do it. It's not one
0: size fits all in any it's industry. Not, I don't think. No, it's not.
2: And and they we're saying yes in the right properties, yes if you have got the right infrastructure, but you're going to have to find alternatives, mm. and, and which they are starting to. Because
0: so one thing but, I see with that is, and this is this is me just being Mr. Joe Bloggs, is the, the actual size of the unit, mm. Quite obviously, you've got to have. They can be.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen some of them. The hybrid units, it's huge outside, they look ridiculous. But yeah. it, it, we are getting asked a lot more about it. Right, um, but, And we have to say, no, your property doesn't suit it. Mm. No. Uh, it, a lot of do. Pete says you can't have one. Yeah, Pete says you can't. <laughs> and people will say, no, yeah, you, yeah it fits every property.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm like Pete, not, it doesn't. So are you suit finding it. that you're doing more of that type of work now? Yeah, all the time.
2: Yeah. All the time. So it, it, only this week, I've just had a huge house come in. From recommendation on someone else to sort something, and mm. you think, oh, bloody hell, it's fine. It's not just a five minute job, though. Yeah. And uh, whereas some of the guys out there who do fantastic work, it, it, combis and things, you're in and out in a couple of days, well, as a
1: couple of weeks. Mm. And so the material, like we went to a job and we went to the merchants, didn't we? And it was a bag of fittings, bag of fittings. a couple of lengths of pipe, and it was like 900 quid. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: That's just on so a few fittings it was, and a bit it was of like
0: A
2: combi Imagine, imagine putting that invoice in on a Friday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Two fittings and one tube. £900!
2: Honestly, what? a b- bigger price. And that's sometimes customers don't realise, because they're in a the house and go, bloody hell, why is it that expensive? Mm. Right. Will, that,
0: will that come down, do you think, over time?
1: No, go pr- Well, I was speaking to Robert, Mr Lawton, and he doesn't think the price of copper is going to come back down anytime no. soon, so... All, all same. Everything's gonna keep going up. Electric cars. Yeah. Um a diesel car, I think he said there's about ten kilograms of copper in a diesel mm. car. Electric cars a hundred kilograms. So there's more and more demand for copper mm. in, in stuff. So the price is just gonna keep going. So then
2: you look at alternatives like plastics. But plastics are going up. Mm. But then copper is recyclable yeah.
0: so it's famous you can't really have an electric car and then stick a load of plastic in that you can't
2: no but obviously in our stuff yeah. they, they do use a lot of plastics but hmm. not a huge fan
1: So we're going to talk about social media now. You both got social media accounts. Um, When did you obviously you got your job, your training, you started your own company? um, That's all going well. What you're going to get a shout out now? What made you get into the social media side of what you do?
3: Um, I've been sort of always um, looking on like tradies and and trades trades people in general um, on Instagram, but. Um, I was always thinking no, i'm I'm not good enough i'm I'm not um I'm not doing a good job like i'm I'm still learning and nobody's gonna watch it nobody's gonna want to see it um and my boyfriend uh he said go for it just go for it first like post the first picture and and I promise you you you' blown up I was like no no i I don't want it and and I can't even like i don't know how I would do my um uh like what I would write there uh, where with my grandma and in English. Uh, he says, doesn't matter, even write in Polish if you want, just like you do, you post day to day stuff, I promise you. And I was like, okay, we'll give it a go. So I was doing this kind of low queue in the beginning and I was like, okay, well, we'll see how it goes. Second picture, third picture. And it just like started growing. Mm. Cause yeah. it's,
0: it's, it's less than a year old, isn't it, your Instagram? Uh,
3: yeah, it was... Um, last year um I think it's November, less than October. yeah
0: so less than a year and seven seven thousand something followers yeah
3: seven. 7 so
0: 5, i mean yeah. you know well done to right. okay. a gentleman sat over there <laughs> you know i think everybody starts out like that obviously we had a lease on didn't we a few weeks back and she was like oh you know really didn't want to do it and then she posted and then her account's taken off and it's nice to actually see younger people coming into the trade who are actually starting to post and then their accounts growing but also to see like ladies in the trade doing it because there's you know
3: when i first seen ladies other ladies in any trade bricklayers electricians, it was the first candles. lady
0: you came across on social media do you um, remember i
3: think else and i also bumped into her in asta because yeah. we local to each other and yeah. i was like else electrics <laughs> <laughs> and she was like hey i was like do you know what i just started my account I Just. I, don't mm. Want to be like, uh, it was weird, but awkward, but I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, and at the same time, um, I was when anybody I was seeing on uh, social media I mean, women and um, in trades I was like, wow, I'm not my own, I'm not that weird. Like, mm. I've been always told, you know, everybody who comes to the site, um, people you work with, builders, or just just owners. like, Oh, you're a girl. Um, Yeah, I'm a girl. (laughs) Oh, I've never met a girl um, working in a trade. I'm like, Okay, Mm. that's that's right. What I'm supposed to say, it just makes me feel I'm weird. Like, I
0: I just think because it is such a rarity in most occasions, I think people just don't know how to react sometimes. Like Mm. if if you just work with guys, say if you play football every day, and you're just used to seeing guys, yeah, you know it's
1: but the important thing of you starting a social media page is you're going to inspire Mm. other girls young girls that'll be watching this Mm. to get into the trade so hopefully people like you and Elle's doing what you're doing 10 years from now there'll be loads of
0: you yeah (laughs) Yeah, because it's like i've seen that a few of you go to the trade shows and you meet up as well so it's Mm -hmm. you know the one thing about social media you you always talk about it obviously you've probably friends before but there's like a community on there yeah. and it brings people together and i'm sure obviously the it first does. few time when you went on there you were like there's going to be nobody like me and now there's
3: i was so worried room. to go to tofa and yeah. ali pali and she offered me to go with her because we literally mm. live so close to each other and we had a chat we we spent some more time um and it was like that that's so cool to have somebody else in the same um trade Position, or yeah. like like and then um darcy O'Kings also she yeah. she came and soft um pink plumbing yeah um blonde electrician from all i remember loads loads of girl girls um mm. and we had a chat we had nice time on tool fair and i would have never probably meet these people mm. if i wasn't on instagram
0: well the one thing as well that i think is great about ladies all coming in now and, and showing an interest in stuff and actually meeting up and there's a, f- a few of you is it's actually going to push brands brands like ourselves brands like the workwear brands to actually start catering to ladies in the trade because I think it's sort of one of those things where you know Darcy talks about scruffs were actually starting to do workwear for ladies because mm. that's another issue there's something that when you go you just put a pair of trousers on you don't really yeah, you don't need to really worry to about, it.
1: about it yeah
0: obviously for ladies you know you don't want to be wearing guys trousers to go to to work so i think what you're doing and how you're all utilizing social media i think is great for the future because then other girls who are going to come into the trade are going to be like wanting to be like you or you you would have championed getting companies to change workwear and products to actually suit ladies needs as well i think it's I think yeah it's i a hope right so thing.
3: i could inspire somebody maybe
0: mm. well maybe somebody in asdo will go look <laughs> <laughs> hello <laughs> i did my instagram because of you yeah. but you never you never know because i mean no, it I'm, will happen it will it will happen
3: i'm sort of scared of the social um side as well because it's all nice and good when you're behind your phone behind the screen mm. but um when it comes to like people who um send you messages obviously it's not always nice messages it's not always nice comments mm-hmm. uh, you gotta be prepared for it knowing that you're in um, on socials and no, mm-hmm. you knowing that you're an um sort of public person um but this is what is makes me like the most anxious that somebody's uh just gonna be like oh wh- why is she even doing this what for she, you, you, the,
0: the one the one thing that i'll say to you and you know a lot of people be like oh she can't do this or she can't do that well you sat here today you know, you've moved like, a, uh, you've gone from a foreign country, you've gone into a job, you're not only you're doing that job, you've stayed in it, you're progressing. You're on a podcast, speaking where you probably feel like, Oh, actually, I'm a bit nervous, I don't want to talk about that. And you've done all that in such a short space of time. So if anybody does ever send you a bit of shit online, <laughs> you know, who is that person to question what you've done? You'll find yeah, most right. times that
2: those people actually can't
0: do the job. Yeah and they're jealous yeah I mean I I always mention Darcy on here when it's about trolls and stuff like that because I've watched her do lives on TikTok and the comments on the, the misogynistic comments like it Ridiculous. makes my blood boil blood because it's just where's my sandwich get in the Ugh. kitchen and it's all that sort of like mm-hmm. playground banter but actually the more you can sort of push through that the more you're going to sort of raise the bar so girls that come in underneath you are going to be like you know, I've got it quite easy, they're actually not even going to appreciate the job that sort of, you've all done for them, Do you know, what I mean, in paving the way for it. So, I, I, you know, I think anybody that gives you any comments about that, like, you're in a studio, having a chat about your job, and you've done that in, you know, 20, 2019, was it? that You started? Yeah, 2019. Three years. So,
1: 2019 did, um, did COVID affect you in a negative way with the travel and stuff?
3: um with the travel only because i we we still kept on working like you can't stop working being in the in a trade obviously yeah um obviously we were wearing masks and and all that but um in in terms of travel yeah because i couldn't go home for nearly a year which was a bit hard because it was my like second time abroad and obviously homesick and all that, yeah. like struggles. I was thinking, oh my God, what if my grandma or my granddad's gonna get COVID, and I'm never gonna see them again. Mm-hmm. And I can't even fly. It's just like, oh my God, what do I did? But uh, I think all that stuff makes you stronger.
1: Yeah, yeah definitely. So, so Glenn, your Instagram mm-hmm. is, um, you're part of the Plum Heating community on Instagram. And because you do such, is it, so we'll say bespoke work, Different to the norm, and you're in the position because you are a say brand loyal, so Visman is your mm. um, preferred boiler to install, and because you that's all you do, you're kind of an expert on them. Try Commun- community wise. Um, so, when people are so he's going
0: to ask you a question on a Visman yeah, here. No, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just
1: saying about Glenn because um, community wise, if you see if you go to a job and you're in like I work in two up, two down. Uh, semi-detached houses mm. if I ever went to a, a big job on a, a big house and there was a big system my first thing if I didn't know quite what was right I'd ring my dad used to mm. be a plumber or someone will think I know the guy who's going to know this and they'll message Glenn and he helps people out system design um, fault finding on big systems But lately, he's also become, like, the (laughs) Wiesman fault-finding guy, because everyone knows he does (laughs) Wiesman. If they've got a problem with Wiesman, they ring Glenn. fuck off. (laughs) I don't mind. I don't mind. (laughs) That's all because of of social media. Like, Mm. they don't know him. Is that the only time he rings you when he's got an issue? Yeah,
0: Glenn. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, I,
2: I try and help as many as I can. I can't, obviously, help everyone. And sometimes people ask a little bit much can you do this 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 this. I'm like do you want me to come and install it as well mm. you know uh, so I try and help as many as I can it is but yeah I, I am kind of known for that now mm. I'm kind of like Briggs with Valent
1: yeah but it's not it's not. It's a nice side of social media like people yeah each it, other it, out. it
2: is good yeah it mm. is nice um I just try and do what I can really mm. but no I I, I chose Viesman because of how complex their range is and what it can do so it goes from Dead small all the way to big and it kind of fit everything that we do. So
0: yeah, it's it's good. I enjoy it. It's nice. Should we uh get a laptop?
2: Start your engine.
3: The winner is
0: Beasley Workwear now proudly sponsors Trade Legends. So, the last bit of the show is we do a bit of a Jerry Springer final thought where you either offer a bit of advice or talk about stuff that you've got coming up in the future or what else you can plug yourself shamelessly if you want to so we'll start with we'll start with you first so Mm -hmm. if you've got any any advice you want to give to anybody or you know I, i think your story talks volumes about as much about you as like it possibly can like moving i'll keep repeating it moving learning the language getting the job and just you know everything in sh- such a sh- short space of time so but if you've got anything that you want to give any advice on or anything like that
3: mm, what i would say about uh, moving and moving abroad um, obviously um i would say go for it first you get the language mm. you you learn language you i'm not saying i've, I've got this already i'm mm. not saying i, I speak fluent and stuff but i can communicate obviously and i'm, I'm here today and mm. i can communicate which is which is all right um and in terms of going uh into a trade 100 even it might seem daunting and and all that because it's male dominated uh, world um but even even if you're still the 16 years old 17 you're still young even if you don't like it you might quit, like it's, it's not the end of the world. Hmm. I've been always thinking this, OK, if if I really don't like it, I'm, I might also quit, but I actually like it. And every single down I've got, I'm like, I want to prove. And this is my motivation. My downs are, I think everybody else's as no. well. But um, yeah, I, I would say go for it. Even like, even if you're not going to like it, you can always quit. It's not, it's not the end of the world.
0: Some good advice, I think. Oh. what well, about you then glenn any advice would you want to shamelessly plug yourself i am the uh boy I, i'm happy to shamelessly plug <laughs>
2: um no well, not not too uh dissimilar actually um when i went on instagram i was mm. i didn't really go in front of the camera i went to germany for you, didn't i and i just wasn't that comfortable to don't,
0: do it don't film me pete
2: well not so much that i just shined away from it and then it was only until a couple of years ago that i started to get more involved and there's nothing to be scared about yeah you get a few idiots that say this that and the other but just get involved get it done mm. chip in with your work chip in with the comments keep it just put your stuff on don't be ashamed of anything because mm. whatever you've done before you can always do better the next and mm. y- if you try and put your ne- your next job as your next target but keep it, going
0: if you don't get things wrong i don't think that you ever actually does. learn anything no, everyone, gets right. yeah.
2: everyone gets things wrong everyone gets things wrong it's how you then learn from that and then do better the next so just mm. get on with it just do it just get involved don't be worried about anything just mm. just crack on and that's where you learn and move forward
3: i would also add that look at yourself where you've been last year at the same time the mm. same like where you've been what you've been doing last year and where are you now and how much of a progress you did mm. like n- never like compare yourself to better than you than you but don't try to compare yourself to qualified for example electrician which got Twenty years of experience, mm. and you'd be like, "Oh, I can't do this." This same as y- good y- as You, you will be it. the
0: same with twenty years, if, if not sometimes better. Yeah, just look. There's somebody else.
3: If at you, yourself a yeah. few months before, year later before. Yeah,
0: I mean, how how long have you been in the industry, Glenn? Uh You're gonna so show I, your I, age now. <laughs>
2: yeah. Officially coming up to twenty
0: years. Yeah,
2: but I was because my second generation. I used to go out with my dad in the van when I was. You know four or five mm. so i've kind of seen things from a lot younger age but mm. officially coming up to 20 years yeah
0: how How? Would, would you say when did you feel like you sort of because i think a lot of people always feel like maybe they're it's a bit imposter syndrome or am i am i actually that good like when did you actually start thinking in your head well i think i've pretty much got this
2: um it was about sort of uh, not that long ago probably about four or five years ago i did yeah. one particular job i was really proud of and the customer recommended me to a lot of his friends mm. locally and that was the moment that yeah. it
0: springboarded for me to, to move forward that's one thing I'm trying to stress to people that are listening or watching is like you're not going to feel comfortable that you've did no, you know everything until like 15 years ago.
2: but I think mm. it's also important to say to everyone you don't have to know everything mm. because if you specialize in one thing like I'm, I'm a Vizeman, I've stuck in my lane and, mm. and be known for that then if you're happy doing that and you'll get custom for that. So just stick to what you like and what you enjoy
1: most. A trade, it's a lot like learning a musical instrument. You could pick it up right now and you won't be able to play anything. Mm. And then this time next week, you'd be able to play something. And then this time in a year, you'd be able to play really good. Mm. And the more you put into it practice-wise, so with the example of an instrument, you'll start off slow and Mm. then you'll get confident and you'll learn it so then you'll get faster it's the same with a trade Mm. you start off learning it you put the time in um, and then you'll get faster and you'll get more confident and then eventually you'll it'll all drop into place and you'll feel like yeah i know what i'm doing and it becomes Mm. it just becomes what you do you don't even think about it
0: Mm. well thank you very much both for coming i know obviously you've come a long way from (laughs) She said she sh- shared the driving, so I don't know whether you'll be sharing the driving on the way <laughs> home. He'll, pro- <laughs> he'll probably be driving the way back. But thank you very much. for. I know, obviously, when people come on here, they come from all different parts of the country, so much appreciated for coming up. Thank you very, very much. No, thank you, as always, Glenn, for entertaining him and keeping him on the straight and narrow. Good luck after him, I? I? know, yeah, he does need it. Bless him. Uh So, yeah, thank you very much, guys. Thanks, Thanks guys. There we go.
1: If you like listening to Al, talk over all the guests. No, just, just, <laughs> if you've enjoyed this episode of Trade Legends, listening to Al, talk over everybody else and people banging on the desk. If you've enjoyed listening to him, watching today, you're fucking going to stay still one space just for a minute.
0: If you've enjoyed watching this, blah, 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 blah. So I'll
1: just not do it. Yeah, you sure. I'm going to shut up for just like a minute. If you've enjoyed listening and watching today's Trade Legends podcast, please subscribe to our channel. It'll really help us out. We're a new podcast, we want to do big things. And you subscribing, hitting the little bell so you get notifications, be just great. Thank you. Hitting the little bell. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, ding, 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 ding. There is a little bell in there.